0: All right, I think we can all agree that every new investor struggles with the same issues. They're out there talking to motivated sellers. They're finding deals, but they're unsure of how to comp these properties and how to determine what they are worth or what the ARV is. There's a tremendous amount of anxiety trying to figure out how to find the after repair values. Now, we all know that in order to make a great offer on a property, you have to start with the end in mind, meaning you really should know the ARV or the after repair value of the property before you can discount it and subtract your repairs and or wholesale fee to get your perfect offer amount. Well, if you're like me and you're not a licensed real estate agent, it's difficult to get access to your local MLS without asking your agent or bugging your buddies who are licensed all the time to run those comps for you and generate those estimated values. Well, not to worry. There's a company out there that can grant you MLS access to view and comp properties nationwide. I want you guys to go to dpipodcast.com forward slash comps, and you can even get a free 14-day trial to test it out for yourself. Now, not only can you use this company to get comps and generate ARVs for these deals that you're finding, but you can also use it to help you find out how much the property owner owes on the property so you're not overpaying. Did I mention that you can use this company to also pull lists of motivated sellers? When I do marketing, I'm looking for vacants, absentee owners, high equity, pre-foreclosure, and many, many more reasons that the owner might be motivated. These guys can help you generate these lists so you can market them accordingly. I like like to mail them and also skip trace them so my team can call or text them. Again, if you're having problems getting comps, I want you guys to go to dpipodcast.com forward slash comps to get access to a 14-day free trial so you can run your own MLS comps and even use this company to pull your own list of motivated sellers. I use them to run my comps and to pull my list. If you're not using them, you are absolutely missing out. So check them out today. dpipodcast.com forward slash comps for more information.
1: Welcome back to season two of the Discount Property Investor podcast. Our mission is to share with you what we have learned from our experience and the experience of others to help you make more money investing like a pro. We want to teach you how to create wealth by investing in real estate the Discount Property Investor way. Make sure you never miss an episode and download the Discount Property Investor app in Google Play or iTunes today. To jumpstart your real estate investing career, visit freewholesalecourse.com, the most complete free course on wholesaling real estate ever. Thanks for tuning in. All right, guys. Welcome back, discount property investors. Episode welcome back, Who? Yeah, season two, episode two. Nice. So we're kicking off a new season here with our first Sounds episode. It's good to be back. It does indeed, man. Gordon, it does indeed. Man. I love. Uh, I don't know. I, I love when we get a finished product and put it out there. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like the the wholesale when you close it and you get that check. That's fun. It's the the rentals when we we finish that project and you start looking for tenants, shopping for tenants. That's fun because, again, it's just like this finished project. Same thing here with the the podcast. We finally are getting some new content out there, and it's that same feeling of completing something and sharing it with everybody. Just good times. So, again, That's hopefully right. you guys like what we're, we're putting out. And uh, what are we talking about today, Dave? Today we are talking about a rental, a rental that we actually just
0: finished. This is uh, 2250 Collier here in St. Louis, Missouri. And, um, Mike, you know way more about this than me because you actually were managing this project. But um, this is a property that we bought Mm off-market, and uh, we rehabbed it. Um, Now, it was a rental-grade rehab. Right. So it wasn't a rehab to flip. It was a rehab to get get a a tenant in and collect rent. So this is just a rental that our company bought as a company purchase. And um, at this point, we have... Bought it, we have rehabbed it, we have tenanted to this property. Mm-hmm. We're getting rent at this point too, right?
1: Yeah. We and just we're, we're uh working we, on the refi at this point. Uh, too. I think we got the security deposit and first month's rent and they're moving in uh well, I think March first, actually. So yesterday. So you're yeah. moving in yesterday? Yeah, they moved okay. in yesterday. And so, then
0: we're working on the re the refi. And we just got the appraisal back, so we got all, all of our numbers are
1: basically in. Yeah, all our numbers came in. We just got the appraisal last night, so that's uh, pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. And we'll share all that with you. So here's kind of our strategy on rentals, guys. Let's hear it. Uh, we haven't talked a ton about this in the past, but what we do is buy rehab and then refi. Uh, the way the reason that we do this it's is the BRRRR
0: strategy, right?
1: Uh, I don't know. I just know what Buy we
0: do. rehab refinance. Oh yeah, bird There you go. Something like that. Yeah. then okay. there's a couple extra Rs in there
1: maybe, but uh, Right. Skin chili. <laughs> Skin chili. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, so Collier, this was a great one. We we bought off-market, like Dave said, and I'll, I'll jump into the numbers here. We paid, I believe it was sixty. Here, let me look at my spreadsheet, 66000 and then we paid uh, someone on our team a little bit for going up and locking it up for us, and we said, hey, we'd like to buy this one instead of uh, wholesaling it. So we paid them a couple thousand dollars so our all-in price on this one was seventy thousand okay. dollars so we paid that's sixty nine thousand dollars is our purchase price on this mm-hmm. we then uh, did the rehab we had a private lender help us out so again we use private funds instead of uh, our own cash or bank money because again it's it's always more fun yeah, to, it's easier and it's always more fun to use somebody else's money right. you know I don't care how much money you have it's just uh, OPM right other people's money mm-hmm so then the rehab budget, we are pretty tight. And we'll talk about this. We've actually got us walking through the property together. And we'll talk about what we did to the property. But our rehab budget, when we estimated it, was about $12,000. So we expected... Man, that's not much at all. Yeah, it's Looking very... Looking back in hi- on hindsight, you know. Very it's... tight. Well, and you look at the finished product, too. And yeah. if you're watching, we encourage you guys. This is one of those. It'd be good to watch the video. Uh, check us out on YouTube, Discount Property Investor Podcast, mm-hmm. so You'll be able to find this video. mm mm-hmm. um, it's definitely gonna be a little bit more, uh, you'll get a little bit more out of it. Right, uh, We you see the material that we used. In as we walk through the property, we try to describe everything for you guys uh, so that you can listen to it. Because again, we know we are podcast. But we tried to spend 12,000. We expected that the ARV was gonna be about 115,000 uh, when we were done with the project. And our actual numbers came in pretty dang close to that. And I'm looking at my spreadsheet here. Our actual repair numbers plus our holding cost ended up being fifteen thousand dollars. So again, those holding it's costs It's a little higher than we expected, but
0: not much. We expected what twelve, twelve five, something well, like that. Twelve
1: five that. for rehab. I don't know that, and I think we separate out in the beginning our rehab and holding costs. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so our holding cost, uh, and I'm not seeing it real quick. Right. But yeah, so we were into it for for a total of eighty four thousand dollars. So we bought it for about 70, put about 15. So we're in, you know, $84,000. So again, we just got the appraisal back last night Mm -hmm. and it was a little bit lower than we expected. This one is, I believe it's a split level is what it's called. So the square footage uh, was calculated a little bit different. This is bigger than the surrounding houses in the subdivision. Mm -hmm. And I guess the appraiser kind of clipped us a little bit because again, this is one of the larger in that subdivision. Which is fine. So we got a hundred and five thousand dollar appraisal. Appraisal. And we were hoping for one hundred and fifteen, but we got one hundred and five. We got one hundred and five.
0: We're into it for eighty four, mm-hmm. and uh, our refinance amount would be. So we have several banking partners that we're working Correct. with. Right. But the banking partner that gives us the best deal at this point in
1: time is 80%, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it, like, right. Am I and saying that right? It is. Well, 80% is what we're getting. But again, we want to have some equity in these properties too. Right. So even if a banking partner said, oh, you can do 85%, 90%, I, again, I don't know that we'd necessarily want to do that mm-hmm. because our goal is twofold. One, to get the passive income from the rental properties. Mm-hmm. But then it's also to have some equity build up And pay them so off eventually. Right. right.
0: So if you're if you're leveraging yourself too high... And, You know you're putting that second
1: goal farther away. Exactly. So out. on this one, this is a great example. So, well, a pretty good example, anyways. We've got eighty four, and I'm looking at the exact number, eighty four seven one seven into the property, and the bank will give us eighty six thousand. And again, this is just which is 20, my spreadsheet. which is eighty percent of one hundred five. Mm-hmm. So that that would be approximately twelve hundred dollars over what we have into the project. Mm-hmm. And again, most banks don't like to give you cash back because it's not a, a cash back refi. All that. But we could. I mean, we, we we actually could get money back on this property. Mm-hmm. And that's the question. I mean, internally, do we want to do that? And quite frankly, we probably don't. Because again, we have two goals with it. One is that equity capture, as well as that rental mm-hmm. uh, income, passive rental income. So how much income. equity are we capturing on this
0: particular property? Basically, uh, 86 minus the 105? Correct. So is that...
1: Uh, Math 2019 $20, oh, $20, $20, $20. I think something like that yeah mm-hmm. so our goal is to twenty thousand or twenty percent math <laughs> it's math and spelling right. you know we're yeah. not good at either one of no, those. we're so. real estate professionals <laughs> <laughs> yeah so this is a really exciting one though so again we bought it and this is this meets our formula perfectly mm-hmm. I mean if we can buy it rehab it and then get most or all of our money back. That's a really exciting project for us. So let's go ahead and jump into the on-site video and we'll go ahead and get started with that. Awesome, check it out guys. All right guys, we're doing a little rental property walkthrough today. This is uh, 2250 Collier. And this is a property we picked up for a pretty good price. We uh, were a little bit tight on our rehab budget. So we'll show you kind of some of the tricks that we used to really stay low on our rehab budget on this one. Uh, Let's go ahead and walk inside. It was uh, real cold over here in St. Louis, so we didn't do too much to the exterior. But uh, as you walk in, you'll see we tried to save this linoleum floor. So we're probably going to keep this for one tenant, possibly two. Uh, And then as you walk through, uh, there was carpet covering up these stairs as well as the flooring. So the flooring, we really lucked out. We were in pretty good shape on this one. So what we did instead of having a professional flooring company come through, we had our, just our general contractor, uh, buff the floors and then add a coat of polyurethane. So you still get that look like the floors have been refinished. Uh, but again, it saves a little bit of money on that as well. The railings, those were old and uh, black. So we had them paint everything white that matches all of the trim in the house. Didn't remove the trim because we didn't actually have to uh, resand the floors. So same thing in the kitchen. Since our linoleum floor was in pretty good shape, we went ahead and decided to save the linoleum. And again, we'll get through a ten or two, hopefully, uh, with this flooring. Again, if it gets beat up, if it gets beat up, it's not a big deal because we never had to put it in initially. Uh, the cabinets we got from a discount appliance or a discount hardware store here in St. Louis. Uh, always shop the sales. So this one was, uh, this is actually two models up from the cheapest level of cabinets that they had on sale. So it matches their cheapest level, but you've got uh, solid wood cabinets. Where'd you buy those from, Mike? This is from Hoods. Hoods? So if you're local in St. Louis, they're from Hoods. Perfect. Uh, yeah, so again, total kitchen. Uh, this is another great one uh, over at Menards. We paid $19 for that fridge, used appliance. Uh, we put ceiling fans up and uh, all of our properties from Lowe's we get the 42 inch ones for most of the rental properties because they're mm-hmm. not large spaces mm-hmm. so something like that is $59 so really inexpensive ceiling fan yeah yeah uh, it's not
0: really in the kitchen necessarily kind of it's but kind of I mean that's offset off the, so it's not a big deal
1: right so we've got an eating kitchen here right so this one I mean traditionally it's gonna be centered a little bit more over the eating area mm-hmm. whereas this one's not uh, then we like to do track light over the kitchen cabinets. You can aim these down a little bit more so you get a lot of light. Yeah, you can aim them down for when, when they're preparing their food. So all and we're
0: missing is a stove or a dishwasher? Which exactly, one? and
1: those have been ordered. Stove and the microwave would be put okay, in. Okay, so that's going to uh, go there and, and there. there. Yeah, it should be delivered next And then the next what about day. the
0: stove? No, there too. Oh, I'm sorry, right there you yeah, So, yeah, the dishwasher? Range,
1: no dishwasher. No dishwasher. Year. There wasn't one, so we didn't even bother replacing it. Okay. Uh, so that's pretty much everything in the kitchen. Again, the fridge we skipped over—that's my favorite part, man. I picked that up for nineteen dollars at the Nars. <laughs> yeah, man, it, that is man. cheap. So out in their lumberyard—I mean, I, I didn't know bucks, this. Huh? I didn't even know this. Yeah, night Out in their lumberyard, they get the old appliances uh, when they go in and pick up other people's appliances. Okay. And they just threw this one uh, out there for nineteen bucks. That's awesome. So, yeah, you can't uh, can't beat that. Let's see. Push switch five times. We're gonna go ahead and reset our water filter. Look at that. Boom. Brand new water, <laughs> brand new water filter in there for him. Okay. All right, so keep going through. So same thing on the rest of the house. Uh, the flooring was in really good shape, so. Yeah, it looks great, man. It is great finish any <laughs> of the flooring. But then Dave, if you wanna come into yep. the, one of the, the bedrooms huh? and you see the same ceiling fan that we used mm-hmm. throughout. So we use the, the stainless and again, it's whatever color you want, but again, we go for ones that are the least expensive and that's a $59 ceiling fan. Yeah. And it looks really nice. You put one of those in each bedroom and you've got, you know, a great, great light fixture. And again, we always encourage as many lights as you can get on the ceiling fan. Mm-hmm. So we got three LEDs. So it's nice and bright. In here. Yeah, it's really bright. In here. Uh, and again, they get the ceiling fan. So this one, we saved as much as we could because again, this was a budget, uh, we're real tight on budget. So normally we would replace the doors. On this one, all the doors were in really good shape, so we just painted them white. Painted them white. So again, it looks nice, it's clean. Uh, yeah. Same thing with, uh, with the bedroom doors themselves. Mm-hmm. Instead of going and replacing it, just having them replace it, put new hardware on. Looks nice, looks clean. Yep. Uh, it's gonna get a decent appraisal uh, out of it. Mm-hmm. But again, we're not breaking this. This is a
0: three bedroom, one bath?
1: This is a four bedroom, two bath.
0: It's four bedroom, two bath, okay. So this is a
1: raised ranch. So we've got three up here, and it's got an interesting Jack and Jill bathroom. So Dave, if you want to. So here
0: we have bedroom two, which is, is this the master here, Mike? Sure. Okay. And then here's bedroom three. So the bedrooms are all pretty much the same size. Master's a little bit larger.
1: Yeah. And the only reason I call it the master, you've got two closets. Well, I mean, I guess it is the master. So you've got two closets in this one. And again, so we saved the the doors that were here. They were mirrored. They're not great, but hey, they were in really good shape. Mm -hmm. Let's clean them up. And we still need to get our cleaning crew in here to finish everything. Mm -hmm. So save that. This is the master because we've got access to the Jack and Jill bathroom, Mm -hmm. which is a little bit funny in this unit. We find the light switch around here, over by the toilet, I suppose. Uh, So again, Jack and Jill. So if you come through here, I'll turn the light on on this side. Uh, This had a single sink when we bought it. Again, it had one sink, and there was like just a. Little an, an extra space for them to put stuff. Okay. So we said let's go ahead and put a double sink in, just because again this is the only bathroom on the main level. Uh, it's the master bathroom, so it comes in a little bit nicer here. Right. Yeah. Okay. So that's the bathroom. Then, Dave, uh, how about oh, the flooring? The flooring. Right here? So this is a neat trick, uh, Bill, our uh, rental guru mm-hmm. uses. It's a peel and stick vinyl tile uh, that is groutable. So again, that means you literally you can peel it, stick it down. Uh, you leave a little bit of space, and there's a grout that you just smear through it, and it looks just like tile, but it holds up maybe a little bit better uh, than... It's a hell of a lot cheaper. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's much cheaper, and You the don't skill- need to put
0: down hardy board beneath the, That's right. it. That's so right. You so refuse on just top of fl- wood flooring or whatnot. The
1: skill set to do it is... Handyman. Right. Right. All right. Cool. All right, so let's check out the downstairs. Again, this is our budget buster house. So everything had to be done on the down
0: low. Mm-hmm. So this is a raised ranch.
1: Yeah, I believe it's called a raised oh, ranch.
0: I haven't heard that very often, but that would be our, that would be what this is here. Or no, our, is this a
1: split level? This is a split level. This is split level. I guess it could be either one. Yeah, the yeah. raised ranch is uh, a little bit different. Uh, where it's just the bedrooms are up. Your main stuff is on the floor.
0: Oh, gotcha. On the floor. Okay.
1: So again, this is a huge bedroom down here in the basement. Yeah, this is nice. Still got the little mini fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, just paint it up, clean it up. The carpets were okay. Uh, we decided we're going to try to save them for at least one more uh, go around. So we had a uh, carpet cleaner. Uh, rather, the, the handyman did the carpet cleaning for us on this one. Nice. So, so same. go pick
0: up a carpet cleaner exactly, machine. Exactly. And, so they
1: don't look perfect. They're not perfect, but again, they're they're pretty clean. It smells good and clean in here, which yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing over here. We've got one ceiling fan in this area and then a couple of the dome lights. Uh, those are about 19 bucks. Clean it. This paneling was old wood paneling before. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, just a cheap fix. Nobody really likes to look at the old wood paneling, so we just painted that same agreeable gray color that we used yeah. throughout the rest of the it house. Looks awesome. So you've got the gray and the white trim. Uh, looks pretty good. So overall rehab budget on this project was $10,000. That's for everything, including the kitchen, the bathroom, all the labor. Uh, $10,000 for the whole house. Completely rehab. Looks like almost a brand new house. Yeah, that's,
0: that's super low. Yeah. That's a great That's a great number, man, yeah.
1: 10,000. So, wow, not okay. too bad. Oh yeah, I forgot, we've got another bathroom that we rented back What did we purchase this over home for, Mike, do you remember? This one I believe was, I don't remember.
0: Okay, no problem.
1: It was either 55 or 58, I think. I think you're
0: right. It was one of those two. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, just, I knew that we had to keep the rehab budget low enough on this one mm-hmm. uh, to get most of the money back we needed out of it. So similarly paid? So similar on this one. So then if you look at the uh, the flooring, it's the same as upstairs. Uh, a little bit cheaper vanity we use in the lower than the basement bathrooms. Mm-hmm. Same thing for bathroom lighting. Whenever we have a basement bathroom, we go with a much cheaper lighting. Uh, and this one was an exception. We didn't put a vanity light in because it didn't have one. It, it doesn't, doesn't have one up here above exactly. the
0: vanity, but you don't need one necessarily because you have that there, and you have a window exactly right so this behind one's, this the one's door plenty, here.
1: Plenty bright, but we always you got a again, lot of light coming in. Basement bathrooms, we always try to clip them a little bit, just keep it a little bit lower on the right. budget. Yeah.
0: Cool. Um, utility room. Let's sure. just jump in there real quick, sure. and then we can wrap up.
1: So utility room. Oh, I guess that on that on that ten thousand dollar budget too. We didn't even mention. That we had um, a pipe bust. So the day we closed mm, on this property, that's right. uh, if you want to take a look over there, just hand remember. Over. Yeah. So we had a pipe burst. Uh, the exterior spigot because it was so cold outside. Uh, the seller had turned off the water on us, or not the water. I'm sorry. They turned off the heat. The heat. Yeah. We didn't know about it. We switched our utilities. We switched our utilities over like we're supposed to, but they turned it off. So. I mean, again, what can you do? So right. came over the same day, turned it back on, the damage was already done. So you can
0: actually see a little bit of the difference yeah. in paint color, but oh well, well you so a- what?
1: Well, you absolutely can, and again, it's so... Um, but it's close. It's Who definitely cares? handyman quality work. it's, yeah, not, it's a rental. <clears throat> it's not finished work that right. I would, uh, you know, put in a rehab type project. It's a rental, exactly, exactly. no so big deal. So in the back room, the only thing that we really had them do in here, we had a decent furnace in it. Again, this was what we call a grandma and grandpa house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you walk into it and it's just, everything's well maintained, just not in uh, you know new, it doesn't look nice, right. new. So if we, nothing much back here, we've got the electrician scheduled, he's gonna replace our panel for us. The only thing I had to do was add a new shutoff valve to the water line, because again, we had that pipe burst. And we knew we want to that prevent that
0: happening again. Exactly. So what's going on with this? Uh, was this a washer or a dryer? Is that just left behind from? Just the... left
1: behind from the uh, the owner. Okay. Uh, sort of leave for the tenant. Again, so we don't provide washer dryer. But we just leave it behind. So if they don't want it, we'll come pick it up. Exactly.
0: And if they want washer dryer, they gotta come. They gotta bring their own. Yes, sir. And if that one works, they're welcome to use it. Yeah.
1: All yeah, right. So, so that's Collier. Let's uh, let's wrap up here and we'll jump into the next property. Awesome. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. So that was a quick little walkthrough of the property. Uh, Again, a couple little ending notes. It was kind of funny. We reset that fridge filter. We did go back and and put a new filter in there. (laughs) I mean, there's things like that. And you can see, if you're watching the video, some of the the finish work isn't 100% in this video because we hadn't, uh, at the time we were out there a couple days ago, Mm -hmm. hadn't had everything done. So we did get that stove in, and we've got, uh, what else did we do that wasn't finished? Stove, microwave. The electric panel was swapped out. Yep. Uh, The microwave we had... Uh, proper electric put in for the electric stove and microwave, things like that. So again, the property is completed now, and it's uh, a solid uh, little house. We've got three bedrooms on the upper level Mm -hmm. and one bath. It's kind of a Jack and Jill, so you've got a master bedroom up there that has access to it as well as hall access to that bathroom. And then there's a big basement bedroom, which is nice, as well as a bathroom down there. So you really, we've got a four-bedroom, two-full bath, which is just a great, uh, great property. Again, a lot of people want that extra space, be able to to move a lot of people in. Uh, the rent on this one, I believe, we're collecting twelve hundred. Oh, uh, that is this. a big basement bedroom. Oh, it's bedroom. huge, yeah. man. Yeah, it was huge basement bedroom. So, again, it's just one of those things that just, just yeah. really makes it a nice little rental for right. some, or a nice little house for somebody to live in. So, again, we we're getting about twelve hundred in rent. Our mortgage should be uh, with taxes and insurance, it's going to be close to 800 900, somewhere in that range. Again, mm-hmm. it really depends on the final financing numbers, uh, insurance taxes, all that stuff. Right. But again, we should be capturing around 400 a month in cash flow. So really ended up being a pretty good project for us. Uh, Dave, were there any other kind of thoughts you had on it or comments? To- no, not at all. I yeah. mean, this was this was a
0: great project. This is a good case study. And it was a success. So we purchased the property, we rehabbed the property. We rented the property. We're in the process right now of refinancing the property, so we're going to get all of our money back. Uh, We'll probably not cash out any of our money as far as uh, over the top, or not make money on the deal, Right, but we'll get all the money that we invested into both the purchase and the rehab back. So we'll basically be into this property for for nothing, like zero money out of pocket.
1: Exactly, just our efforts. Just our our efforts, right.
0: And then we have we have then uh, added an asset to our portfolio. Uh, we have a tenant in place that is paying us um, roughly four hundred dollars more a month than what we owe mm-hmm. on our debt service, yeah, which, inc- which which also includes all the expenses, taxes, and insurance, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. So uh, we do have a management company helping us with this one. So we do have to pay the management company out. So after we pay the management company, maybe we'll bring in in three fifty. Right. Somewhere right. along I those lines. That number, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's great because somebody else is paying our mortgage. So not only are we getting to capture about $350 a month in cash flow, um, which is definitely taxed a lot lower than income, mm-hmm. but we're also getting a property that um, somebody else is paying the mortgage off for us, and we can depreciate on our taxes. At the end of the year mm-hmm. so there's so many advantages to real estate investing it's it's crazy but uh, this is a great case study guys thanks for watching um
1: it's a great case. there's going to be
0: more and more of these coming too well it's so. a
1: great case study but it's also this is part of the reason why we weren't um podcasting as much we were out again we're out doing these deals yeah building yeah. this uh, whole side of the business up so that we could again kind of share this with you. This is what we were teaching some of our other students. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill is kind of focused on this side of the business. And yeah, it's just very exciting. So this is really a home run for us. So I'm super excited about this. We've got right. about 10 of them now. And again, we're going to keep doing these kind of case studies walkthroughs for you guys. And we're going to talk, we'll delve more into the rental side of the business. So how you secure the private money, how we use it, why we use it, that sort of stuff. So thanks for, thanks for listening. Yeah, guys. thanks guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Let's go build some wealth.